Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Joining us now, University of Miami head coach Jim Larinaga. Coach L, good evening. How are you? Hi, Joe. Yeah, doing good. It was a nice uh, few days in the Bahamas. Baja Ma was very nice to us and great competition, great environment. You know, I think uh, one of the things that jumped out right at me, uh, slapped me right in the face, was uh, the love of competition that your team showed down there. You talked to them about uh, these kind of tournaments are great for competition, and you could really see it uh, on the faces of your players and the way they were in the attack mode in both games. Yeah, we went into the tournament, and we represented the ACC. Providence College, my alma mater, is from the Big East. Kansas State is from the Big 12, and Georgia is from the SEC. Four major college basketball conferences, and it, it was uh, a, a really terrific uh, competition to win a championship, and very, very grateful that our guys were able to not only come to play but execute very well. Uh, the first game, Georgia, they got in front maybe by 9 or 10, and then you hit them with an 18-3 to run and never really looked back. What was, uh, what was part of the key to that, to that game? Well, first of all, Georgia had only played man-to-man defense so far this season, and so we were planning on just facing their man-to-man. But I, I, right after we got an early lead, you know, like I think we were up 10-4 to or something, they went zone. Mm-hmm. and uh, it caught our players a little bit off guard, I guess our coaches off guard as well, and we had to make some adjustments, and during that time, they took the lead, got ahead like 18-9, to nine. and then we, we settled down, we executed much better, and ended up you know, having the lead at halftime and, and then cruising to a, a nice uh, neutral court victory. And for our fans who don't know, there's greater value in winning on a neutral court than there is winning at home. And there's even greater value to win a road game on the opponent's home court. So our game against Kentucky a week from tonight is going to be a huge game, a a huge test for us because it's going to be our first road game. Right. And um, been great competition in college basketball so far in this game against Georgia. That game, you had five players in double figures. Uh, I want to get to Kansas State in a moment, but in this game, the Georgia game, uh, because the way you spread things around, Matt Cleveland, uh, he had 18 points in the game. Nigel had 16, but he he was perfect on the free throw line. By the way, you're shooting free throws at a really nice clip so far this season. Yeah. Well, we have five guys averaging double figures, led by Wooga Poplar, followed by Matt Cleveland. And and then uh, 
We have, have uh, Norshad O'Meer, Nigel Pack right there, and then Bensley Joseph is in double figures. And, yes, we are shooting very good free throws, and we need that to continue. But one of the things I want to mention, Joe, in this tournament, even though he did not make the all-tournament team, Bensley Joseph was really our catalyst, especially in that Kansas State game where he had a guard, Kansas State's best player, Tyler Perry, who was averaging 20 points a game, was getting in the paint against everybody they had played so far and found the open man and created shots for himself and others, and Bensley Joseph shut him down. He came into the game averaging 20. Bensley Joseph held him to one for nine from three and four for 13 overall. So a terrific defensive job. And then at the other end of the the court, Bensley was getting a ton of assists. In fact, in our highlight video today showing the players about our offense, Bensley had like eight assists right in a row, just finding the open man, doing a great job as a point guard. I did want to uh, focus a little more on him, you, and you read my mind, because in that game, I thought it was very interesting also, as soon as they touched the ball at Kansas State, you had Bensley pick up Perry uh, in the backcourt, and he really embraced, Bensley did, he really embraced that opportunity or that responsibility to jam Perry wherever he went, but it started as soon as he touched the ball back at the at the free throw line. Well, that's what we've asked Bensley to do, to really focus on his defense. And it's, it was the way he, he earned his playing time as a freshman. And last year became a tremendous sixth man, helping us get to the final four and always took on the challenge of guarding the other team's leading scoring guard. And now this year, uh, he's got, he knows he has four really good shooter scorers next to him. You know, Nigel's a tremendous three-point shooter. Wug is a tremendous three-point shooter. So it was Matt Cleveland and Norshad O'Meara has improved his shooting, so now he's even looking for threes. So Bensley can find the open man on offense and really dog the other team's point guard on defense. And that combination, he's been a catalyst for our 5-0 and start. I think he might be the quintessential Coach L player. He always has a smile, so he's always fun to be around. Uh, he pays attention. He's diligent with his work. Uh, he's developed his game. He's always focused. Um, he has a great attitude and a great commitment. I think he's just right in your wheelhouse from Mass- Putnam Science Academy. Uh, I don't know the whole backstory on recruiting him, but boy, he is. Um, I just think he checks all the boxes for you. Well, I hope, Joe, you're, you're thinking that for all my guys. Yes, this is true. I think that's yeah. really what may, has made us so good. Benzie's a terrific yep. role model for our team and our program and our university. But so is Norshad and Nigel and Wooga yep. and Matt. And, you know, you can go down all the guys on the bench. You hang around with them. You know what they're like, their personalities. They're great kids. They work really, really hard. Uh, but our, our thought of the day uh, today was we need to keep improving as good as we played and the two wins we got, that's nice. But, you know, there's still a lot of room for improvement for this team. We're not anywhere as near as good as I hope we can get. Because if you look at our defense in the first uh, 30 minutes of the game, uh, we were really holding our opponent, Kansas State, to like 38 or 40 points. 
in 30 minutes, and then, then in the last eight or 10 minutes, they exploded on us. So we can't afford for our defense to uh, take it easy or lighten up and give the opponent a chance to go on a roll, and I'm afraid that's what uh, we observed in the game, mm-hmm. that our defense wasn't as strong in the last eight minutes. And in fact, we need it to be the best we ever play. Uh, Nigel Pack had himself a game, though. Uh, had himself a game on Sunday, 28 points, and he made seven three-pointers. Uh, we've seen this before in certain games, like the Houston game, but they, he put together a great flurry in the first half and almost offered the, the knockout punch, but he was spectacular on Sunday. He sure was. Uh, he's He's been handling the ball extremely well, finding the open man. He's not just a shooter. He is a true point guard. He can distribute the ball. But when he gets it going offensively, when he's making those threes, the one he made in the corner, he threw a pass, it got deflected, was going out of bounds, he raced it down, he was in the deep, deep corner, falling out of bounds, and buried a three as the shot clock wound down. So uh, he he's off to a terrific start. He's a terrific player and a terrific young man. And then uh... – so far, Coach, um, I mean, Matt Cleveland's fit right in. I I watch him, and uh, I think he's really happy to be a Hurricane, and players have uh, embraced him, and he's fit right in. He's playing really well, 15 in the game on Sunday. Uh, I like the way guys are sharing the ball, and it just seems like um, there's always a, a perfect pass for somebody, or... or uh, you know, I, he's he's hustling down the floor, Matt Cleveland, and has a great follow-up uh, rebound. So he he's fit right in, hasn't he? He really has. He's different than Jordan Miller, but I, I'll, I'll share a conversation I had with Matt uh, when we got back from France, evaluating his performance there, and then watching him play in early September. Decided just to have a meeting with him and talking to him about what what we're all about and that's sharing the ball and uh then the next day in practice man he was finding the open man and <laughs> playing playing great hitting the open shot cutting without the ball getting to the glass it, it was just fun watching the transition based on one very simple conversation he was a very willing listener and uh it's helped him tremendously and it's helped us tremendously I was thinking about this the other day, uh, Sunday night on the airplane coming back. I was kind of running some things through my head. Um, year 13 for you and at Miami, six NCAA tournaments, four Sweet 16s, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, 525 win seasons. And I'm thinking even when the Hurricanes went to the, uh, to the NIT, went to the championship game, and so you keep taking this program to different heights. Now it's a top five or six recruiting class that's coming in for you. Uh, this team that you put together right now, uh, very exciting to watch. It's been wins over Houston was number one last year. Then it was Texas. Then we had Indiana. You beat Duke. You beat Carolina uh, on a regular basis. Here comes Kansas State. They were in the Elite Eight. And you beat them. And... Um, now 10th in the country, you just have this program in, I think, a pretty special spot. And then I was talking to uh, Coach Kimball about it a little bit and Coach Courtney, and 
I think um, maybe our consensus was one of the things is that you you communicate to your teams so well that that is one of the reasons where your program is today. Well, Joe, um, I don't know what you do besides radio, but if you want to be my marketing man, <laughs> you got the job. Because uh, anybody well, that's listening thinks that uh, that was a, a – uh, uh, commercial for Jim Laranega and his coaching career. But quite honestly, Joe, you know, I've been very, very fortunate as a head coach throughout my career to have great assistance. And my staff right now uh, fits in beautifully with the direction we want to take the, the program. And they've been able to recruit the players like a North Shadowmere, like a Nigel Pack, like a Wooga Poplar, like a Bensley Joseph. Those, those guys, are, you know, uh, they have to find the right kind of person and player that fits. So, you know, Coach Courtney had me uh, uh, thinking, hey, let's go after Matt Cleveland uh, last last spring when Matt uh, put his name in the portal. And I was like, uh, Coach Courtney, he, he went to Florida State. That's our arch rival. How are we going to recruit <laughs> a kid like that? And yet we reached out to Matt and his and his parents, and they showed a great deal of interest and he came and visited, felt like he fit in very well. Now, one of the things about Matthew Cleveland, and, and uh, this is maybe a little bit of the difference between a, a Florida State and a Miami. We're a private school, a little smaller, and an unbelievable uh, academic reputation nationally and internationally. Got an incredible faculty that, that shows a lot of personal interest in the students. And Matthew Cleveland, you know, he went to high school in, in Atlanta, and he went to a private school. So um, I think that the uh, transition from, from Florida State to Miami has been a good one because we're a little bit more than what he, he liked as a, a high school student. We're a little more personal touch, smaller classrooms, and we have such great academic support. Uh, Demetrius, our, our academic support person, Meech does an amazing job, and the guys like him. Uh, we used to have Heather. Heather Katrakis uh, uh, was unbelievable when she was here. That's not her name anymore, though. She's married. I can't think of her married <laughs> name. But those, those, those are members of our team. We can't win without them. Mm -hmm. Those people help our players stay on track for graduation and pass their classes and get good academic support. They make the players feel good about themselves. When they show up for practice in the afternoon, they're not all stressed out about doing bad in school. And we've got a hundred percent graduation rate of the guys who stay for four years. So we're very proud of that. And the guys who had turned pro who haven't graduated yet, guys like Bruce Brown, he's registered for, for summer school uh, or registered for, for uh, fall semester right now. He's taking classes while playing for the Indiana Pacers. And Dewan Hernandez, who unfortunately tore his ACL and had to have surgery, he's back in school here. He's got another year to, to earn his degree. So the university is very, very supportive. We have a great administration, great academic support, great athletic department to work for, and the most beautiful community in the country in Coral Gables in the city of Miami. So... Yeah, we got a lot of things going for us right now, Joe. 
Yeah, I guess uh, one of the things that got me thinking uh, after I, after you won the uh, conch shell trophy, <laughs> it was a nice trophy. It's a conch shell. It was pretty good. Um, just how smooth your operation is. And this is the time of the year where a lot of people are always examining, oh, how do you win? How do you have a winning program? Whether it's, you know, the NFL, the NBA, college basketball, college football, what's the secret sauce for having a winning program? And I'm thinking to myself on the airport, uh, on the airplane, well, here I am in the middle of one. And uh, part of it is also everybody in your operation knows what their job is. The players know what their job is, and everybody around it knows what their job is. And they do it. Uh, Joe, we are very inclusive. We try to make everyone feel like they're a part of our program. And I don't know, were you in the, the locker room after the game when the prime minister of the Bahamas came in and, and greeted all the players, shook hands, took pictures. Did you see all that? Yeah, the ballroom. <laughs> yeah, he, the, the prime minister. And right. It was fantastic. And you know what he told me? He's a big Miami fan. Yeah, he came, that. he was at one of our football games. So we try to spread, spread the good word. We want our brand, the U, to be recognized nationally and internationally. And, uh, so one of the things we did on the trip home, we, we flew back from uh, from the Bahamas. And on the flight, our flight attendants were very, very nice to us. They really took care of us. They were very patient. Uh, a lot going on in the Bahamas. The flight was delayed. But these folks made us feel like, hey, we're really going to take good care of you. So what we did is we invited them to games, got their cell phone numbers, uh, Jose and Jessica were the gentlemen and the young lady who helped us, invited them to games, and hopefully they'll become Miami basketball fans. We want everybody to feel part of the program. We want that arena sold out, Joe. We want we want the Watsco Center uh, to be like so many other arenas in the ACC. When we go there, places are sold out and they're, they're rocking. You know, it's Thanksgiving week. So we have no home games or anything this week, but you know we need our students when they come back to campus to to fall in love with this basketball program and cheer us on. Well, you're giving giving them a good reason. You're you're averaging 89 points a game. Did you think your offense would would be that good uh, at 89 points a contest? Well, what I told the team uh, before the season. In our first meeting, I, I said, looking at our statistics from last year, and I showed it to them, we looked at our Ken Palm numbers. And last year, we were sixth in the country in offensive efficiency. And we were 99th in defensive efficiency. I said, now you can, can make an argument that, okay, we're so short, these bigger teams get more offensive rebounds than, than we can get. But if our defense can improve and catch up with our offense, then we can have a sensational season. Because not only do I think we can be every bit as good offensively, but I think we can actually be better. Because we've been together now for over a year. Wooga Poplar's a year older. Bensley Joseph's a year older. Matthew Cleveland has joined us. He's older. Nigel and, and Norshad are seniors. So if you, if you take our career points, you know, uh, Nigel and, and uh, Norshad are going to have over 1,500 career points this year. 
and uh, Matthew Cleveland, Wooga Poplar are going to be over a thousand, and Bensley Joseph will be just short of it. So that's almost 4,500 career points. So we felt as a staff, we got a chance to really score the ball. And the guys off the bench have some skills that add to it. Keyshawn George, Michael Nowako, two very good freshmen, Christian Watson, A.J. Casey, two very good sophomores. You know, we're heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Wooga in the Georgia game, I thought he was great in the boards, 11 rebounds, and he was uh... – he was going way up to grab those rebounds, 11 big rebounds in the Georgia game. Well, we've asked our guards to rebound. You know, Norshad and, and Matt Cleveland, Michael Nwaka, they can't do it by themselves. They really need help from the perimeter, especially since so many teams are shooting threes and threes rebound long. You've got to chase those balls. You don't get them at the rim. You get them 15 feet away. How impressed have you been with Wooga's three-point shooting? Coach, he's 19 for 32, 59, almost 60% from three-point range. And I'm not surprised. You know, <laughs> he's he's an excellent shooter. And he, he's I've described him as the best 15-foot jump shooter in the country. And I believe he doesn't look for the pull-up as often as he looks for the three. But both of those are serious weapons from for his offensive arsenal. He's an outstanding free throw shooter. Uh, he's rebounding. He's defending. I mean, he's uh, to me, if he can keep it going, he's an all conference player. I said he might be the player of the year and the most improved player. Can he be? Can he be both? Of course, <laughs> if he's the most improved player, you know, right now. He averaged eight a game last year. He's averaging 18 this year. So, I mean, so we've only played five games, so there's a long right. way to go. And what he's going to find, and it, it almost happened the other day, and it did to a, a certain degree, is the opposing teams are now going to scout us and start putting together a game plan to try to slow him down. They're going to try to deny him the ball. They're going to try to be very physical with him. They're going to try to attack him with their offense so that maybe get him in foul trouble. He's, he's going to have a lot more responsibility this year. And with, with more responsibility means he, he's, he's got to understand there's a greater challenge. Is that the uh, most eye-opening thing to college players when they find out Oh yeah, the other team is scouting me, and the other team is going to make it a lot more difficult. Is that one of the bigger adjustments for kids to make once they start to establish themselves in the college game? You know, in in my experience, Joe, um, most high school players when they come in, they don't have a game, and by that I mean they don't really have a plan on how they're going to score. When they were in high school, they just scored. The game go up and down. I'll shoot a three. I'll drive to the basket. Um, but when you get to the college game, and then if you're fortunate enough to get to the NBA, you better have a very specific plan in mind as to how you're going to score the ball. Because opponents are going to scout you, and if they see your right hand dominant, they're going to try to take away your right hand. If they see they, that you're a spot-up three-point shooter but you don't dribble, they're going to try to take away the three and make you bounce the ball. 
So strategy becomes a big part of the, the defensive game plan. And in order to counteract that, you have to have a great offensive game plan, not just from a coaching standpoint, but each player has to have a great plan of attack. How is, uh, has Nigel's game changed for you at all this year? He, uh, to me, seems even more comfortable and confident this season. Well, he's certainly more comfortable and confident. He's got the ball in his hands so much, and he's feeling really good about that. So, you know, he went all last year uh, playing the point, but it was new to him. Oh, he had been a two-guard at Kansas State. This year, nothing is new. He knows the offenses. He knows what we want him to do. His assist-to-turnover ratio <clears throat> in practice, Joe, has been 8-1. to one. <laughs> So um, he's, he's doing a great job of distributing the ball. This is uh, quite a stretch for your team. You went down to the Bahamas. You had Georgia and Kansas State, and then a week from tonight's Kentucky. So um, those are three very significant games. You've taken two of the first three. Watch Kentucky uh, the other night against Kansas. Then I think they just beat St. Joe's. Uh, but this is going to be quite an experience going to Lexington, Kentucky. It sure will. And, and you know, one of the things about it, Joe, is um, these guys have played at Carolina – at least many of them have. The freshmen haven't. And uh, so they'll, they'll have a good feel for Rupp Arena because it seats about the same as Carolina, about 23,000 people. The difference is the Kentucky fans are rabid. They're, yeah. they're up and screaming, and whereas as the Carolina fans are a little bit more subdued. It, it's, it's a little bit more like Wimbledon in tennis. Very polite audience. <laughs> Whereas uh, Kentucky is a little bit more like Virginia Tech, where the students and the fans are really on top of you and, and really cheering wildly even before the game ever begins. Yeah, they uh, are also really, really smart college basketball basketball fans in general. And so uh, – they know if it's a good screen or a bad screen. They know a good shot, bad shot. They are very much dialed into the games. Well, they've won national championships when Adolph Rupp was its coach. And he passed the torch to Joe B. Hall. And Joe B. passed it on uh, to Rick Pitino. And then uh, uh, Tubby Smith. And, and uh, you know, now they have John Calipari, who's won a national championship and uh, has always one of the top recruiting classes in the country. And uh, I think it's it's uh, a program with great tradition, and, and it's exciting. But, Joe, I do want to add one thing. Uh, I coached against Kentucky only one time in my career. I never coached against John Calipari, but I coached against Kentucky many years ago. And my Bowling Green team beat them 56-54 <laughs> in Rupp Arena in 19, I think it was 1987. Oh, uh, no, it must have been 88. must have been 88, 1988. Anyway, um, I'm hoping I have some really good fortune this time around. Yeah, I'm not surprised that you beat them. Uh, they have been the masters of the one and done. They've had a few graduate students, but... Uh, they still have a lot of freshmen on this team that 
uh, are high-level players. Oh, they've got NBA guys up and down. They're all McDonald's All-Americans. These are the guys at the NBA scouts. They have, they have what is called a pro day. They invite NBA scouts to come in and just watch them practice. Hmm. And they put them through drills so that the NBA scouts can evaluate them. Well, this will be, if not the most talented team we play, certainly one of the top three or four. Right. And um, before I let you go, you're ranked, uh, the rankings came out. I know it's very early, but uh, you are ranked number 10 in the country. So um, that's a nice start, isn't it? I know you want to be where you want to be ranked at the end of the year, uh, but 10 puts you right in the mix here early on. Well, the whole key is our non-conference schedule right now, Joe. Uh, you mentioned, you know, we've got Kentucky coming up. But then we also have uh, ACC. We got Notre Dame coming in, yep. and uh, then we got to go up to New York to play Colorado. Florida State just knocked off Colorado, who is 18th in the country, which tells me Colorado's really good, but also Florida State is really good. And uh, there have been some tremendous games um, in the league, not not uh, in the ACC, but ACC versus the Big East, the Big Ten, the Big 12. And so uh, our league, it's very important that the league do well in the non-conference. Uh, we're happy to be ranked number 10. Uh, it'll be very interesting what we do in these next two weeks, though, before Christmas. Uh, between now and, uh, uh, I guess, Monday when we take off, well, we have Thanksgiving coming up, so happy Thanksgiving first to, uh, to you and Mrs. L. And how will you and the team spend Thanksgiving? Well, we practice today. We're going to practice tomorrow. We'll take Thanksgiving Day off and have a team dinner. And we'll come back and, and practice Friday, take Saturday off to give the guys a chance to gear up physically, mentally, and emotionally for the next two games of uh, the next two days of game preparation for Kentucky on Sunday and Monday. We fly to Lexington on Monday and play Tuesday night. I think the game is at 7:30. Yeah, uh, I believe you're right. Seven thirty. I'm trying. To, yeah, seven thirty in Lexington. That's correct. Yep. That'd be uh, um, one of the great are you cathedrals coming with of us college on the basketball. Plane? Oh yeah, you flying with us, Joe. Yes, I am. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Joe, you had an interesting weekend. You flew to the Bahamas and did our game on Friday. Then flew to Miami to do the football game on Saturday. Then flew back to the Bahamas to do our game on. On Sunday, I hope you're getting some frequent fire miles. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was an interesting weekend, but it was well worth it. It was fun and uh, enjoyed watching uh, your team on Friday and especially on Sunday uh, defeat Kansas State again. They were in the Elite Eight a year ago. They have high expectations. They had they had a great crowd there, uh, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, your team went right after Kansas State, opened that game up uh, with a quick start. And, uh, yeah, so it was a fun weekend. And, Coach, happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate you joining us. And uh, I'll see you, on, uh, see you on Monday when we get on the airplane. Okay, Joe. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and all of our Hurricane fans. All right. That's uh, University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega joining us here on the show tonight. Yep, uh, a week from tonight, Miami will take on the uh, Kentucky Wildcats. Got a little bit of a chaos in the top 25 in the playoff, in the college football playoff. Florida State falls to number five. Moving up was uh, Washington. So Washington moved into the number 
four spot with uh, yeah Michigan, uh, well Georgia, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, and now Washington. The top four. I think that's the right order. But Florida State fell to number five. It's the holiday season. Thanksgiving is here. Holidays are here. Perhaps you want to enjoy the South Florida lifestyle this holiday season in a new Buick or GMC from Williamson. New Buicks and GMCs are arriving daily at Williamson meaning they're going to have the new Buick or GMC you're looking for this holiday season. The new GMC Yukon has plenty of room for the entire family. The Yukon allows you to ride in style and comfort. You're going to make a bold statement wherever you go. You can cover work and play with the GMC Canyon and the Sierra. These trucks feature bold styling, the latest technology, all with the toughness to get the job done. To get your new Buick or GMC, visit Williamson's beautiful facility Easy to find on US 1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto, or online at Williamson Automotive Group. Check out the Buicks, the Encores, the Envisions, the Enclaves, and more. Get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle and experience car buying like never before at Miami's premier luxury dealership, Williamson Buick GMC. Williamson is Miami. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.